What is a fellow bench former spell with your daily fantasy routine? What is up guys? Day 1 of week 17. My name is JJT with Commissioner Eric. Uh, day 1. In case you were wondering what week 17 would look like, it's going to be an exciting week because of the trade deadline. No trades commission yet, but lots of trade rumors, and I mean a lot of big names uh, popping up. Yeah, um, Jaden Brown, just uh, a new one. Jaden yeah. Brown for Kevin Durant. Frank Fleet, uh, another name that uh, was uh, thrown around today. Of course, the Toronto boys, Siakam, OG. Some of the names you will hear. Uh, um, Brooklyn, Brooklyn's, uh, Brooklyn's really after I think Fred Van Vliet's Siakam trying to upgrade Dinwiddie to either of those two. No, prob- probably Fred Van Vliet. But uh, I know that Kevin Durant is very fond of Siakam, so they also want uh, Pascal Siakam. They want they want to get him. Do they have the pieces? Well, now Dinwiddie. The, the, the Dinwiddie trade wasn't uh, successful. It wasn't, they wanted it to be a three-team trade. Now it's not. They can still trade Dinwiddie, but I think they can't package him with another player. So they have to use him plus draft picks to get probably Fred Van Vliet, if ever. So that's still possible. Still possible. Yeah. Um, you know, of course, nothing's final. Nothing, no, you know, nothing's... Um, we, we still have to wait a few more days, two, three more days uh, before we see anything. But of co- I, I'm Toronto. kind of expecting something to happen before that, you know. Yeah. Before that actual so. deadline. I think they're waiting for Toronto's move, I, 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 in my opinion, because the top players really are in Toronto. Uh, the Siakam, Van Vliet. Rozier. Rozier is another name that's being floated around. Yeah. But, but he pales in comparison to those in Toronto. I think. Yeah. So it's up to Masai Ujiri to either shake up this trade deadline or you know make it boring if he doesn't do anything. Because really the as we said, the center point really is in Toronto. Although you mentioned Rozier and Charlotte, they're a team to watch out for because of Plumley and because of their record, because of their tanking uh hopes. And of course there's the Rosan, there's a new name as you said. Yeah. Uh, from Chicago. So actually Jalen Brown was a surprise one. Well, it's not it's not really about Jalen Brown. It's, it's about Kevin Durant. No? So if KD is available, you would hear names more established than Jalen Brown uh, suddenly available. Yeah. Now, everybody was everybody's gonna try to get him. No, Miami has been uh, salivating about Durant. Everybody Phoenix, feels Durant. Everybody feels KD wasn't happy with what's happened with Brooklyn, especially after that Kyrie move, I guess. Yeah, that, that is an assumption that we're not sure. Now, before, we, we, we know he's not happy, but now we're not too sure. Now, the Brooklyn-Phoenix trade in the offseason, they made a visit that. The Aiton Mikal for Kevin Durant deal, they might revisit that. That, that, that might be a good deal for both sides, but of course, a lot of fantasy implications in that deal. Uh, yeah. Aiton Claxton, 
you know, Ethan Claxton for one, that would be that would be something that would really you know, something change a lot. Claxton Claxton owners would not want to happen. Yes, yes, that's for true. Sure. For sure, for sure. Even Siakam in a way can hurt Claxton. Though not as much because Siakam can play power forward, but Siakam has been playing center lately. Whoever, you know, if Brooklyn gets Siakam, that would still, I think, hurt Claxton. So a lot of things are, um, Claxton's value is, is there, you know. I, I mean, there's still a chance that it, it, it gets rocked or hit. And, by, and, that's, uh, and that's going to be, you know, a scary one just because Claxton has been playing really well. I mean, a low draft drafted player fantasy wise, you know, playing top 20, top 30 uh, so far in the past few weeks. So really it's going to be a big thing, but of course, all of those things, nothing. I think the Jalen Brown kind of just surprised many because coincide, it coincided with him missing today's game. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, right now, whenever someone misses a game, they would now feel that they're on the trading block. Many fans would think, oh, this guy's on the trading block. Yeah, but I think that's a coincidence. Though Jared Vanderbilt was also scratched today with the... Uh, Another know, player who's been, whose yeah, name has so, been, you know, the trade rumors. I don't think they're, uh, they're holding them out because of trade rumors. I really think there was something like Jalen Brown and illness supposedly. So I don't think it's a, it's about the trade. But of course it's fun to speculate. It's yeah. fun to to you know to to piece together conspiracy theories. You know, so so it's okay. That that, that makes it more fun. But I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that. All right. So not much has happened today when it comes to you know uh, performances maybe the biggest one Clay Thompson uh, what, 11 threes, 42, 42 points. points. Uh, this is the clay that we saw already uh, when Steph was out. Yeah, people were talking it, about Jordan Poole. Yeah. You know, we talked about Dante DiVincenzo, but uh, clay might actually also have a say as uh, to who gets the biggest boost with, with Steph out. Um, we have, as you said, we've seen this before, and it looks like for the rest of the season, since I think Clay, my uh, Steph, they gave a formal, um, formal time frame, at least four weeks. So that's that goes right into what we were expecting. We said thirty-seven days. We said five weeks. So four weeks, at least four weeks. It sounds like five weeks to me. Sounds like five to six weeks. So yeah, and and if that's um, five to six weeks, what do you do? Uh, that's tough, you know. Uh, hopefully, you are you are in a league that has their playoffs in the week 22, 23, 24. Then maybe, you know, if you can make it to the playoffs in that format, maybe you can still have Steph back. If not, um, you'll probably have to wait until the semis, week 21. That's when I think you could see Steph. That's a big... You, you don't have any choice. You can't can drop him. I mean, for, there's still a chance that he comes back in four weeks. If he comes back in four weeks, that's week 19. Because week 18 is two weeks. So, you still have to play the odds there. You have to, you have to still gamble that he might come back early. Do you so trade him for, to... for, you know, uh, if someone offers you maybe Kyrie, for example? Kyrie? Yeah. 
Oh yeah, of course. If it's Kyrie, I would take I would take Steph. I don't think the Kyrie owner would take Steph though. I mean, you're not gonna have him for four to five weeks, even probably the start of the playoffs. So it All takes right. a certain kind of manager to some to someone do. lower, someone you know. Uh, maybe, maybe maybe at the level of Rozier, maybe maybe even lower than that. I think because, as I said, the top team in your league might not even gamble because if if you don't have a buy in your in your leagues, it could come back and haunt the top team, right? So it's not a given yeah. that they'll be back for the playoffs with the first round of the playoffs at least. So even if I'm the top team, I will not gamble unless you're gonna say you you're gonna take an eight round player for Steph, which if you are the one who owns Steph, you won't do that either. You won't you won't accept that deal because you'd rather wait it out. You know, eight round, seventh round players are you know, there's a lot of them in the waivers. Yeah. So really no much that much deals to be made here. Uh big blow of course for all the Steph owners here as we close in on the playoffs. Um now you know we talked about the deal that happened between uh, Brooklyn and Dallas, Cam Thomas, Edmund Sumner, another great game today. Cam Thomas had what forty-seven nearly got his seven. Forty-seven. And Sumner had a solid all-around game once again. Um, interesting here would be that Brooklyn team, right? Because uh, do you think because Cam Thomas is you no know, not even rosterable when Kyrie was there. What are the yeah. chances that he begin he he becomes a rosterable asset? Fantasy. Um, I think in deep leagues that's a given. He already earned his spot, but in shallower leagues, we have to remember it's not only Kyrie who is gone. Seth Curry is also out. So yeah. that is a that's that's why he, that's why uh, Ham Thomas was not rosterable because they had Kyrie, they had Seth. So they yeah. had, and then of course Joe Harris and the others were there. So that is the reason why. So we have, but the, the good thing is for Cam Thomas, Seth Curry doesn't have a timeline to return. He had an MRI. They didn't announce what the results of the MRI is, but they did say that he doesn't have a timeline. So that means the MRI result might not be good. It's an adductor strain. I think that's also the groin. I think if I'm yeah. not mistaken. So it might be something serious. For for Seth not to have a timeline, so that means Cam, you know, value is going to be good indefinitely and until until we see Seth Seth come back. Actually, until we see KD comes back, because uh, or KD, KD, yeah, right, because I KD. think that's uh, another player that will definitely affect Cam Tom's value. And, and Spencer is a Spencer didn't really. As we said, number one, he might be traded again. We have yeah. we have seen that. Number two is a big guard. No, if he doesn't get traded, it's a big guard. That would be perfect for Cam. If they start together in the guard position, Cam can guard the point guards of the other team. You know, and mm-hmm. and Spencer can go to the shooting guard. If if you watch the game a while ago, you can see that by the third or fourth quarter, the Clippers were attacking Cam Thomas defensively. They were uh, they were. Pick and rolling, uh, ball screening to death until they get Kawhi or Paul George and Tam Thomas, and then they were they were uh, bullying him down low. So that would you expect that? Don't expect forty plus thirty plus points from Tam Thomas forever, even if there's no Spencer Dinwiddie, because defenses would adjust. Yeah, yeah, you know, they would adjust. And, you know, Tam uh, Thomas was able to you know fly under the radar a little bit, but I think as we as 
uh, Brooklyn plays more games, he'll get, he'll get scouted. He'll get scouted. So it, it's going to drop. For sure. And Sumner is another player there. Uh, probably a little more interesting because he plays the point. Right? Yeah. Um, but, but Ben Simmons is coming back. So that's, that might... Because... Um, Dorian Finney-Smith, as we said, Ben Simmons, they're, they're, they're guards, forward, they're forwards, but Ben can play point guard. So if they, if they have so much players at the wings, they could just move Ben Simmons to the point guard position, start Ben with Cam Thomas, and then Dorian, Royce O'Neal, and then Blackstone. They might start something like that. So yeah. Sumner will, will lose value. So I, I, I do like Sumner more than Cam, like you, but I'm not... <laughs> I'm not that confident that uh, yeah, I, I think that. you're right. Ben Simmons is the guy, although Ben Simmons has been in and out of the lineup uh, just because of the quote-unquote sore knee, I think, yeah. that he's having. Uh, he will play tomorrow, I think, or the next game, the Brooklyn's next game, I think. Tomorrow. tomorrow. Right. Yeah, so that will be interesting to see on how it affects uh, Sumner's value, as we talked about Sumner and Ben Simmons. On the other side, Josh Green, Jaden Hardy, we know that these are a result of you know, Luca not playing. Uh, but, of course, and, and Kyrie at the same time. So, any one of these guys similar, at least close to the value of Cam and Sumner? At least yeah, there's um, a no. chance or, you know, or this is just really temporary. Because Cam Thomas, we said, you know, could be something a little more long term. Uh, Jaden Hardy's temporary, as in one game, two game thing. Even if, you know, I would say this even if Kyrie doesn't play their next game, you're not sure to get a good game from Jaden Hardy. He's a good player. Uh, he has that Cam Thomas scoring gene there. I, I see a, a lot of Cam Thomas in him, but he's a rookie. He's yeah. very raw and very inconsistent. So that, that this one was really a flukish performance because of so many players out. Josh Green, he has gotten minutes before, 30 plus, 30 something minutes, and he has not performed well. Today he did. Um, probably because the minutes came without Luca. That's that's big. And it also came without Spencer Dinwiddie. That's that's yeah. big also. But if you know Kyrie comes back, uh, or if Kyrie comes in. Um, you'd expect him to take a back seat. I would gamble and try because he's he's mostly threes and steals. So mm-hmm. maybe he can maintain that low end value in the 14, 16 team league, but not expect 29 points from Josh Green uh, ever again, actually. Yeah, both of them had 29 today, I think, both yeah. Josh Green and Jaden Hardy. But of course, everything uh, will, you know, get back to normal once Luca comes back, once yeah. uh, they get Kyrie back in. Um, yeah, and those are the few things that happened today. Maybe we'll talk about some hold or drop players, players on the border or on the on the edge of that mountain. Should we drop them? Should we hold them? Al Horford is the first name here. I drop him. I don't know you. Do you have Al Horford? Um, uh, yeah, a lot. You own Al Horford. I think a few, not a lot. Uh, a few. I have Al a Horford. few. I have a few, and Maybe actually two or some, three, three leagues. In two or three of our leagues, or in my leagues, actually, uh, he was dropped already. Al Horford. I didn't even uh, make a claim. If you 
I I wrote it down. Seven games, no, not in double digits. No double digit rebounding. Last three games, no stocks. No stocks. Not just blocks. No steals. No stocks. People say he's efficient and stuff, but he's what <laughs> shooting? I don't know. Uh, less than forty percent the past two weeks, three weeks. So I don't know. I don't know what he will do to justify a twelve team hold at this point. And Rob Williams was per- great today. 15-15, I think, and how many blocks? So he's getting healthier. Uh, <laughs> also, also, even when Robert Williams is out, he's not even good. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you'd probably make some consideration if he's good when Robert Williams is out, and then you know he gets uh, a more you know ba- a bad line when Robert Williams plays. But either way, whether Robert Williams plays or not. He hasn't been good. So I think, yeah, you can. Though, in fairness, in pretty much all the leagues that we are in, in uh, FBW leagues, I don't see any Al Horford in the way. He, he was dropped in some, but then somebody picked him up. So there's still, so there's still belief. There. There's, still, there's belief. still belief. I think with Al Horford, um, at Al this Hor- point... He's, he's in that Kyle Lowry... Uh, yeah, perfect example. Situation. Perfect. Yes, perfect where, where we managers will probably wait for him to get injured so that we could happily place him in the IL spot and not just I, drop him. I think so. I think so. Yes. Uh, Monte Morris. Another... A lot of questions about Monte Morris. For me... Because he's had some drafted... good games. Yeah, but when you drafted him, I do think you know what you're getting. I, I, uh, he, he's a guy who will be so boring, so so average. But he can average six assists, six to seven or six assists a game, which is still something. And that is just because he's like last year in Denver. He's just because it's starting, and there's no Jamal last year, and this in Washington is a starting point guard without really any good backups or solid backups that can challenge him for minutes. So he will get those assists, some double-digit scoring by default in some games. And in some games, he looks good. But in a lot of games, he looks bad. <laughs> Just average it out, I guess. Yeah. Average it out. I think Monte is um, not really a good fantasy player. But mm-hmm. maybe in the real basketball sense, he's, mo- he's a good Better. point guard. Right, better in real life than yeah. fantasy. Just because I think he's more, he stabilizes the offense a bit. He doesn't uh, turn the ball over as much, right? So I think that's where his value is in an actual basketball sense. But in fantasy, like you said, boring. Uh, if he gets seven, eight assists, I think you'll be happy. I'll hold um, him. I'll still hold him though. Yeah. Uh, the assists really hard to find assists, and he doesn't hurt you as much as Killian. I didn't put Killian Hayes here. I should have put Killian Hayes. Uh, Let's he put him game. here. I, I, he had a good game, though. Uh, same with Keegan, who's one of our internists. Uh, they had good games today, but still, I don't know, Monte or Killian? I, I, it's, <laughs> that's probably the most depressing face-off we could <laughs> we have. Killian's field goal killer. That's what I don't like about Killian. Yeah. The, the field goal is just so bad. Um. And he doesn't start now, right? Yes, he doesn't start. 
And he was dropped in a lot of leagues because he was been bad and then he played well today. But one thing can happen, Alec Brooks can get traded by Friday. So maybe they start him back again. Maybe they were just showcasing Brooks the past few weeks because yeah. they want to increase his trade value. So we don't know. But even if Killian starts, will the hit in the field goals be worth it? For because he has a, what assists and some steals, you have to ask yourself that question. One well, thing won't do that. No, one thing won't hurt you. Yeah, he won't hurt you. But I think Kenyan maybe fits a certain build, like when you're punting yeah. field goal, all guard lineup. Um, yeah, another player in Detroit is Isaiah Stewart. He was dropped mm. in a few leagues a couple of days ago, a few weeks, days ago, uh, and then he. He was put back in the starting lineup and gave some solid rebounding numbers. Similar to Killian, just rebound. The field goes bad for a big guy. Um, you know, other than the <laughs> rebounds, there's really not much there for Isaiah Stewart. If we had the face off Killian Monte, I think we'll have a face off with Isaiah Stewart and Kawan Looney. He's also in the list. Uh, Looney, Steve Kerr said he's out of the starting five, and then he said he's going to start for the rest of the season. And then right after he said that, he put him in on the bench. So I don't, don't know. But Kevon Looney is probably Monte Morris for centers. Yeah. Uh, very boring. But, in, but Looney rebounds well. He's a specialist for rebounds. He's a real specialist. And if you don't need that stat, then I guess you can move on. That's all he does, really. <laughs> rebounds. Yeah. Uh, well, he can throw in some blocks here and there, but not a lot. So who do you think? Looney or Stewart? I think so hard, right? Uh, I, I'm leaning towards Stewart a bit. Uh, I just feel like the upside is better. Yeah, but... The upside uh, is lower. The ceiling is lower, although the floor probably is higher. I'll take I'll take Looney. Uh, I agree with you, though the ceiling is higher and all those stuff. But there's just something about players at the at the at the at not the very end, but close to the end of your roster that it helps if you have some of those dependable players in some categories, like his rebounds, like Monte's assists. Those those help round up your round out your team. So I'll take Looney because as as like Monte, he doesn't hurt you much in other categories. But are are they droppable players? Now? I think I think yes. I think they're not must hold. I don't say they're droppable, but they're they're okay to be dropped. I would put it that way. They're okay to be dropped, but I don't think they're droppable. They can be dropped because they're very one-dimensional, like Looney. Just rebound. So as I said, if you're really strong in that category already, what's the point? And you can't trade Looney. I mean, no. <laughs> unless you you're, you're going to ask for Monte Morris, maybe that, could, that, that deal could work. Yeah, but, minor uh, trades, small yeah, trades. Yeah, minor trades. But uh, so, uh, you can see, you can see what, well, what you can do with Looney. But yeah, he's, he's okay to drop. He's okay to drop for me. Uh, Especially if coming off the bench. Especially if coming off the bench. Uh, Keegan played well today. I don't know what to do with him. Uh, I'm holding. I, I only have one, though. The last three games, two out of 21. Today, 30 points, eight three-pointers. So, uh, he killed you last week. That's a given. Two out of 21 and then total of eight points or seven points for the whole week. So, 
maybe yeah, for me we can we can we can talk about him and Jabari together Jabari I don't know what to do with Jabari either it's it's tough to drop Jabari outright but he doesn't help you in any category he doesn't help you in any category so I don't really know uh, what to do with him but uh, it's only because he's a rookie probably there's some name value package him with another player yeah but it's so hard to package players because instead of just you know giving out just one player to tweak your lineup you're gi- gonna give out two and if you're gonna package players like Egan Jabari you have to have a good player to package them with right oh. it's not just you know you package Jabari and maybe your low end player for someone that wouldn't really work because you should have a player there whose name value at least is really good or who is a really good uh, fantasy player. Right? You can't yeah. put, you know, Jabari and maybe Horter together and then package them in a deal. That's well, a hard sell. A harder sell. But in our FPW leagues, I've seen the recent deals are a lot of similar, similar level players. So I don't know. I don't know. It depends yeah. on your league, I guess. But I understand what you're saying. Uh, really tough. Really tough. And you know what's irritating is Houston def- defends so poorly. They they play fast. But look at their best players. Jaden Green, he kills your field goal. Jabari kills your field goal. KPJ turned overs inefficiencies. You just uh, it's a wasted opportunity. And and Sengun actually had a good stretch, but. Uh, kind of slow down again so it's a wasted opportunity and the thing is though I think Stephen Silas will be will be fired before the end of the season I would I would I would uh, guess that and hopefully if he gets fired a new coach can can at least harness some of the fantasy goodies out in Houston that's that's really uh, wasted you know, it, the, the interesting thing here is that the most consistent player there is the oldest one, Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon. Yeah. He's the most consistent. He gives you what you need, three points, a little assist here and there, some rebounds, not a, not a lot, but at least you get consistent production. right? Yeah. If you need some points, you need some threes, you can get him. As long as he's not on the back-to-back, he's going he's gonna to play, he's going to yeah. perform. Yeah. That's, and actually, we can put Tari Eason in this list also. I don't know what they're doing with him after playing so well. They suddenly dropped his minutes to 13, 12. I, I can't explain it. After his best game of his No, they career. might be showcasing players. Let's see. Let's see. Right. We've talked about if, this. If, if there's no trade in Houston after the trade deadline, Tari Eason drop or not would be a would be a legit conversation. Would be a legit consideration. No, they don't make trades, he'll, he's probably a drop until maybe... Towards you know week twenty March, yeah, right. I mean, we've yeah. seen the evidence. We've seen what they will do. Um, yeah. I think what's more concerning about Jabari is that he's getting the minutes, and that's bad. That's worse, right? That's at least that's Eason, when he gets the minutes, he gives you the numbers. So all he needed are minutes, and he's like the Isaiah Jackson type of yeah. you know situation. Uh, but for Jabari, you know, he's getting the minutes. It's just that we don't get any of the production. And, 
And they they don't have KPJ. They didn't have Jaden Green for a while, and he didn't do anything awesome. So he had all kinds of combinations that can happen, happen, and he has not done anything. So the last combination that can happen maybe is Sengun gets hurt. That's the only thing that maybe, maybe helps him. No, in That's fairness to him, though, with KPJ, I think he played a little better with KPJ there. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But I think it's not about KPJ. I think he's just really so inefficient. His game is just so... Lots of warts and lots of problems. Lots of holes in his game. Fantasy uh, game. So, right now, Keegan and Jabari, okay to drop. Yeah. I'm okay to drop, especially Jabari. Keegan, at least in a way, maybe that he's he has, has some good stretches. He's had some good stretches. But Jabari in 12 team, 10 team, shallow leagues is okay to drop. In 14, just right there. Just, 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 just making it. But if there's like a big trade and then there's somebody that suddenly gains value, you can move on from the Jabari and just pick up that person, whoever that person is. Uh, yeah. A few Utah Jazz players, Colin Sexton. Hey, he's been okay the past few games. Uh, okay. What does he That's do? Okay. I mean, what does well, he do? score. That's what he does best. He doesn't even score 30 points for you. He scores 16, 15, 12, 14. And it's hard to get 16, 15, 14 points. Yeah, but uh, it's just not Unless enough. you picked up Cam Thomas or, you know, the replacement yeah. guys. But I don't get why he's owned in 60 plus percent of the leagues. Uh, unless they're waiting for Conley to be traded. That's the only... Saving grace, maybe there. I don't know. I, I just don't see what Sexton gives you that really worth sixty percent ownership. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. do what I mentioned. I'm not even that good in the one. At least Looney gives you twelve to thirteen rebounds. I mean, you can get forty points in any given day when you stream properly. So <laughs> really tough. True. Really tough. Uh, Jared Vanderbilt, the name that's been swirling around trade rumors. Hold until yeah. the trade deadline. Hold until the trade deadline. Yeah. But if he stays in Utah, though, drop. He's a drop. If uh, he stays in Utah, he's a drop. Yeah. Uh, he's just not getting enough minutes. Um, Kelly Olinik had a decent game today. Yeah, at least he had a decent game today. But he might be moved also. I just, I just don't see any pathways anymore for Olinik. Uh, he'll probably be a. If not a bench guy in another team. In Utah, he's taking a backseat to Kessler and the other younger guys. So values down. Not ball ball down, but down. <laughs> yeah. Um I I don't even know if you know these guys are even tradable uh in packages. Um I don't know. So if in case, you know. They might have some name, maybe some low entry, maybe Trader Olinik for Jabari or whatever. Trade these guys yeah, around if you don't want to drop them, yeah. especially if you feel like Jabari or Keegan or um, you know, ja Vanderbilt would have some value or might get traded that would boost his value. You can do that, all right? Um, yeah, that's it for today's quickie, guys. Um, trade deadline is a few days away. Interesting. Let's see what happens tonight. And uh, let's see if there's some moves that's going to happen tonight to make the games extra exciting. Um, also, well, I'm not sure. I'm torn if you know we want to see some moves or not because there's a big impact of having your players being traded 
Yeah. Because like Kyrie, he missed what a few games already. He might miss a few more. Um, then we did the same thing, right? So you see the top guys, some of your top guys like uh, Siakam, Van Fleet, suddenly gets traded. They'll probably miss the rest of the week. Uh, yes, right. Especially if you know they get traded right before the trade deadline. So uh, we'll see. Anyway, we'll, we we don't have any control about that. So we'll just wait and see. And hopefully something exciting comes. As always, please follow us. Please subscribe. Please follow us on our socials. Uh, all in the description below. Scheduled for week 17 already uploaded. We also talked about the Kyrie uh, didn't really trade there. Uh, and we'll see you guys again tomorrow for the daily fantasy. Wait, bye guys. Thank you.